0: What's up everybody? This is Lola Ojabuwalé, founder of Lunchpail Labs. Welcome back to Lunchpail Daily, my personal audio diary on building and growing Lunchpail Labs, which is a digital product studio based off Atlanta, Georgia. In today's episode, we're continuing on the series of growing and scaling integration's directory, a tactic that has been helpful for Signups and lead generation has been creating threads, featuring some integrations, topical threads. So I've been working on my next one around enterprise integrations and wanted to jam about some of that here. Basic idea is if you have a no-code app, low-code app, especially an extendable no-code app or low-code app, what tools or extensions can you add to make your application more ready to sell to the enterprise customer and i actually found this really interesting framework called enterprise ready it's a website enterprise Ready.io. they have a list of enterprise ready features that they have found in research of well-performing enterprise apps that are differentiating and i wanted to jam on some of those features and they're The tools that will enable them So some of these will kind of be like a little bit relevant to the no code low code, some of them will not, I think, all in all, it was 12 or so features, but we'll go through them quickly. First one was product assortment really all this was about was having different versions of a product to meet the different needs of different customers so in their example having the right customizations for enterprise buyers, but also a simple and cost effective enough solution for early buyers. I think a lot of SaaS companies and API companies do this very well. You have your free plan, your startup plan, and uh, your, your enterprise highly customized plan for folks who need it. Also seeing the emergence of more like enterprise friendly pricing. Daily has a really nice like startup program. Mira has a startup program. Propel, which I'll talk about later, Propel Auth, which I'll talk about later in this episode, has an awesome developer friendly program where it's like until you get your I think first million in funding, it's free, which I'm sure everybody's super happy about. But that's um, they're not really extensions or products that enable product assortment in my mind. Next one is single sign on massive one. And there are tons of solutions that work here. You have Auth0, Clerk, which I think has a more maker, early early company friendly pricing for um, single single sign-on, WorkOS, which is a very reputable product, but a little bit more on the expensive end. And they can all enable single sign-on, which is sometimes a feature that bigger companies want and need. Next feature was audit logs. Didn't actually find a lot of e, like a, a lot of solutions providing, I suppose, audit, audit logs as a service or an API. And I think it could be something that's a little bit more consuming to build into an app from scratch. But Frontegg, which does have authorization portals and uh, you can have like a an embedded sign on does also have audit logs so i thought that was really interesting and cool and i tried it out it's a really sweet tool very configurable easy to set up and they have a hosted option so it's really well suited to the no coders next piece is a role based access control which can be relatively time consuming when you're doing that from scratch but there are some tools that help Kind of speed up that process, Permify that's more of a coded option. So, if someone doesn't is not as familiar with coding, it might not be the easiest to get started with. And Warrant, which I have talked about previously on this podcast, and also has some no code plugins really, really great option for this. Also, has a really nice plan for folks who are just getting started. And uh, they also enable the ability for your users to manage like role based access control on their their own behalf. So that's something that could be very interesting to enterprise customers. Next up is change management, which is just uh, empowering sort of admins or the internal advocates of your tool in the enterprise company, with the right tools and collateral. I think it's more of an operational slash strategy type idea, not something that an extension would take care of, but was cool to think about. Product security was featured. And I think this in particular has massive, massive space uh, and ability for the no code, low code community. I think I only found one company in all of my research that even remotely talks about like no code, low code security, or like a platform to help with no code, low code security. And I couldn't easily figure out how they do it or what they do. It's a company with a Z, but uh, uh, if I figure it out by the time I post this podcast, I'll put it in the show notes. But I think there's massive opportunity here. Lots of tools like SNCC and others for checking out the vulnerability in your code. Outside from the put your website in here and check for vulnerability scanners, there aren't a ton of tools yet to really check for the vulnerability for some of these like across your no code and low code stack. And some folks might say, especially this is probably one of my early arguments, oh, like you don't have to worry about it as much. Me moving to platforms like Webflow and Bubble, I definitely don't worry about getting attacked as much as I did when I had a WordPress website. I felt like it was always getting taken down. So there might be some arguments of, oh, it's like the platform. But I think if you look at any serious no code project, I don't, I don't think any are built entirely with the no code tool. There was actually a really interesting thread about it when, uh, where someone was like, oh, they would get asked about something they built and they'd be like, yeah, I, I built it in bubble. And, you know, really when he thought about it, it's like, yeah, he built it in bubble, but like with Twilio and maybe a no code backend and Stripe and a bunch of other connections. So something to really test the vulnerability across the stack. I must've been like, searching weirdly because I I was so surprised not to find good options there. Next piece that this article talked about was deployment options, which I don't know if no code, low code are really ever going to get there. This more so has to deal with on premise deployments, backups, licenses. Yeah, I, I feel like that that's probably like a hard feature to do considering that the tools themselves don't always have those features. So next up, team management, propel auth, a great solution here, they have a hosted admin portal. So users can invite, manage all of that. In uh, a many of no code projects that I've kind of done in a service and consulting capacity. I've always had to build these things from scratch. So to see that there's like a hosted solution, and propel auth is really cool, because they have I think I mentioned earlier, the first, until you raise your first million, the app is completely free and unlimited. Next piece that was mentioned was integrations. There are a few embedded integrations platforms for especially for dealing with common use cases of like pulling in information or data from an app or pushing information or data from an app. And I found this killer platform called Integri it's awesome. It has a really, really robust free plan as well. And I think you can connect almost 500 tools. And yeah, I think it's great. They have a hosted option as well, which is really suited for the no coder coders. And yeah, I remember definitely early projects where it's all of it was all about adding an integration to a SaaS. So seeing seeing things like that, I think definitely help with with enterprise. And then you don't have to think so much of the return on investment on one. Like it drives down that cost. so You don't have to be like, oh, like I have Basecamp and Trello. Like, should I add Asana? Will enough people use Asana? Because it's like not much of an additional cost. Next up, reporting and analytics. Even in my like directory, a lot of the an- analytics tools are more about And like, just like seeing your own analytics for the tool, as opposed to enabling analytic abilities, I guess, within your tool for your users. So I think the term for it, for some bigger companies might be called embedded analytics, but the tools are very, very expensive and a little bit of overkill. So it'll be interesting. I think there's absolutely opportunity for something a little bit lighter weight, Let me connect my data sources, whether they're in Notion or Airtable and have add some filters based on who the user looking at it is and embed the ability for them to do like charts and stuff. Definitely can be done. (laughs) Um, And then the last couple, we've got SLA and support. Didn't really find any tools to help with that specifically. I think this is another one that would be very difficult in no code to have your own SLA policy, given that the platforms have their own SLA policy, so you're not in completely control. And then GDPR, I think that's a really, really big one, even outside of like, getting enterprise ready. European companies, companies dealing with European citizens or businesses, they have to be GDPR compliant. So major gaps from this list are For getting no code apps enterprise apps ready are these SLA and supports reporting analytics I think as a soft gap like you could definitely do it. By hand, but why isn't there just like an embedded solution that is reasonably priced deployment options product security and change management so whole all cool and i'll definitely table some maybe some experiments or playing around in that space and that is really the gist of the thread that will go live probably hmm, today or tomorrow but that's all from me on this Thursday and I hope you all have the most wonderful one